are now listening to an exclusive interview only on uclaradio.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition, the 58th edition, to be exact, of the Cheap Seats on uclaradio.com. It's a very, very, very special edition. As always, we have Anna. Anna, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm fantastic now. We have Anish. What's up, guys? He's been here for the Final Four stuff mm-hmm. we talked about. And, of course, as everyone listening knows, we have a very special guest from UCLA Soccer, Milan Elaski. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm great. How's your day going? Good, good. Good, good day. Um, I'm very happy that you, you joined us. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, you are on our soccer team. You're a striker. Yeah. Right? How long have you been playing for us? Um, at UCLA, this is my second year. Okay. And you have brothers that play also? Yeah, I have one brother on the team now named Eric. He's also a second year. Is he listening? Uh, maybe. I don't know. He's at the apartment still. So Shout out, Eric, yeah. if you're listening. Um, but we, we really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll grill you in a second. I just want to give everyone a rundown of what we'll be talking about today. Of course, we got Milan on. So we'll be talking about UCLA soccer, the season, uh, or the next season coming up. And then you want to talk a little NBA basketball, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Don't worry. Um, Anna, Anish, you guys good? Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Let everyone at home grab some coffee, maybe grab some hot chocolate, sit by the fire. Turn on the cheap seats, and we'll be right back on UCLAradio.com. What, uh, what recently, what do you mean by recently? Uh, I'm a huge Khaled fan. Okay. Yeah, I love, I love or is it Khalid? Khalid. 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 Oh, yes. I just saw him this weekend. Yeah. He's yeah. really good live. Huge Khalid fan. Um, the weekend, love the weekend. I'm also into Drake, like Kanye. and Hip-hop. Yeah. Hip-hop huge R&B. hip-hop guy. Okay, did you go to Coachella? No, I did not. Not allowed to go to Coachella. Oh, really? <laughs> no, not oh. not right now, just because we're in spring season. Interesting. Anna, you went, right? Did go. You lost your voice a little bit. I did. Who'd you see? I saw a bunch of DJs, and then I saw Khalid. I uh, didn't see Ariana Grande. I don't know why. <laughs> That's, you go there for that. In, not everyone. I'm Milan, are you an Ariana fan? Um, There's one answer. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not her singing, no. That's, oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's fine. Um, so, again, thank you for being on. Uh, we really appreciate it. We're all very excited. I'm absolutely pumped. I'm stoked, really, if you let me say that. Um, UCLA soccer. How long have you been playing soccer in your life? Um, I've been playing soccer maybe 15 or 16 years now. Who started first out of the brothers? My oldest brother, Brian. Yeah, we all started about three and a half or four, and so he just was the oldest, so he's the first to start. Who was the most competitive out of you guys? Probably me, I would say. Yeah? Yeah. Are you the best? You can say yes. Uh, yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, 100%, right? Yeah. Um, I think I might have had class with one of your brothers, Eric, I think. Yeah, probably Eric, because yeah. Brian graduated, so he's moved on now. That's right. And did somebody or something specifically get you kind of interested in soccer? Um. I always I saw my brothers doing it growing up, and my dad played soccer professionally, and then so he really wanted us to have the opportunity to. He always wanted us to follow our dreams and do what we love. But when he when he introduced us to soccer, it kind of just came naturally. Where did your dad play? My dad played uh, in San Diego for San Diego Soccer's when indoor was a big oh. deal, and then he actually stopped playing because my grandpa wanted him to run the family business. So my grandpa made him stop, and then do that so he's kind of like that's why he pushes us I think so hard to 
chase our dreams with soccer because like he didn't really have that opportunity. What is the family business? Um, construction. Oh, yeah, very cool. Is that what? Have you ever thought about doing that? Stuff? No, no, that's <laughs> okay. not me. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, no, know. that's not me. So growing up, always playing soccer with your brothers. What's the progression like? Is it um, club teams, high school teams? Where did you play your most soccer? Um, well, like for most four-year-olds, you play like AYSO, just like everyone else, and then you play that for maybe like a couple of years, four or five. And for me, I played up with my brother Eric, and so when he turned six or seven, I'm not sure that you can go into like club soccer where it's like U8 soccer, U9, U10, boys, all the way up to like U18. And so for us, for me and my brother Eric, we both did that, and my dad coached us at the club level. And so we did that until we turned, or till I turned 13. And this is where I kind of started separating from Eric, where Eric went into academy soccer, which is like a higher level. But for me, it was hard to make that jump when I was still 11 or 12, and he was he was 13, 14. But once I hit 13, then you play academy soccer, and that's where you kind of play your own age. And so that's like the highest level of club soccer in the U.S. Is that where we see like the MLS players come from? Yeah. Most so academy. Me and Eric played for uh, MLS club. We played for Real Salt Lake Academy. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of the kids that you do see play on the national team or playing, they all came from those type of clubs, whether it's Galaxy, RSL, FC Dallas. Those are like the main academies that produce pros. Are you both from Utah? No, we're from San Diego, but uh, we got recruited okay, yeah. from the club to go and play for their academy. So compared to um, the clubs and those other organizations, playing at UCLA, what's the biggest difference at a college level? Um, probably athleticism, to be honest, like when you're in academy, especially when you're playing your last year, it goes 16s and 18s. That's like the age group. So when you're playing 18s, you're the oldest player or one of the oldest players in the field. But then when I came to college, I was 17 coming in cause I'm pretty young for my age. So I was 17 and turned 18 during the season. So, uh, I was playing against 21, 22 year olds a lot of the times cause they're seniors. So a lot bigger, a lot faster, a lot stronger. So that was kind of the biggest adjustment. Okay. Do you have a favorite team right now that um, you follow? Yeah, Manchester United's been my team for oh. years and years. Yeah, so. Okay. so it wasn't a good weekend for you? No, no. <laughs> what happened? They uh, lost to oh, Barcelona. I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I know a lot about losing. Uh. I'm a Cincinnati sports fan. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, trust me, I, I, I understand. Um, yeah, but I have huge respect for Barcelona and like their players, so that's not a Why did you terrible. pick United, if, I don't mind, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Wayne Rooney, actually. He Fair got, enough transferred to United when I was growing up when I first started really falling in love with soccer and so he's someone I always kind of like idolized so when he went to Manchester I loved how he played and just kind of that's how I made my decision really cool did you have an opportunity to meet them when they practice here during the summer no I was actually abroad myself I went to Croatia and Poland to train with a couple clubs and so I wasn't around but if I was I probably would have been able to get some access okay have you, you have, you've never met any players from there before? No, never met a player from Man U. I ran into Juan Mata. Yeah. I think. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, that's his I'm name. I'm sorry. It's all right. I play FIFA. So that's, <laughs> that's my soccer information. Um, okay, and you have a favorite player? Wayne Rooney. Yeah, Wayne Rooney. He's getting a little older now, so I mean, but still, he'll always be my favorite player. I think he's still one of DC's best players right now. Yeah, he's right. For DC yeah, he's, he does well in the MLS. It's a lot, obviously, lower level than the Premier League. Okay. But doing well in the MLS. Yeah, it's a different level, really. It's kind of like he's getting older and getting up in age, so for him it's kind of like his last couple years maybe, but he can still dominate the MLS. Do you feel like that's 
because a lot of players from like the Premier League and stuff when they get older go to the MLS. Is that is that because of their declining skill and stuff? Because uh, I see that a lot with like Ibrahimovic and stuff. Yeah, I mean it's actually getting a lot better. The MLS is growing a lot compared to about five or ten years ago. Um, so a lot of guys when they do get up in age, they know they can come to the to the MLS and get really good money and potentially prolong their career as much as possible. But I think there's a lot of young players in the U.S. especially that are coming up through the system that is making the level higher, so it's not as easy for older players to just come here. Obviously, with people like Ibrahimovic, he's just a once-in-a-lifetime talent. So for him, it's doable, but for other players, they might not have as much success moving forward with that. So Man United for soccer, but you're a big basketball fan, right? Yeah, huge basketball Laker fan. Laker fan? Yes, Lakers. What, any other sports that uh, you follow religiously? Or just casually. Yeah, I mean, I love football, but I'm not. Really, I don't really have a set team. Um, but for me, basketball is really the main other sport other than soccer. Okay. Um, do you ever go to the UCLA games? Uh, yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've been to a few. It's kind of a our season's like around when our seats come to the end. We we usually have a lot of road games towards the end of the season, so we oftentimes are traveling when they're playing home games, which kind of stinks. But when I'm around, then I'll try and go to as many games as I can. Just so the listeners who aren't as familiar with it knows. When when are you, when it is your season? When Our does it run through? scheduled season is in fall, so for us we have to report for preseason August second, but uh, the season doesn't end until I think December, so we go all the way from. But our actual season maybe is from. Maybe from early September till depending on how long we go into playoffs. So early, early September, maybe to mid December, I would say. And then you guys play spring games too? Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. We have a 10-week spring season, so we actually have a game tonight at 8 p.m. And then we have another game on Saturday against, uh, I'm not sure actually, I I haven't checked the the schedule, but and then we have another game the next weekend, and then our spring season's over. Where are the games? Are they here? Yeah, they're at uh, our new stadium, Wallace Annenberg. So all of our games are held there. And it's free admission? Yeah, it's free admission. Open to students? Yeah, open to what, students. What's anybody. the attendance usually for the spring games? For the spring games, usually it's we don't have them as much publicized just because they're not Pac-12 games or games that really mean a whole lot. They're just practice games, right? Yeah, there's, they're mainly like exhibitions, but we still have rest. It's still like produced as a high-level game, and there's obviously great players in the field, but uh, usually the tennis is just maybe a couple hundred people just for – just people that have interest. It's more like the hardcore fans and then, like, the parents and siblings of all the players. I was wondering because I'm not seeing, like, around campus advertisements for the spring games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not, like, obviously for UCLA, they want to advertise, like, all the big sports right now, like baseballs, doing, like, great, all of our incredible sports right now, gymnastics, softball, all these amazing sports. So for UCLA, it's more important to, and I understand it's more important to, uh, Put the teams out there that are in season have meaningful, like really meaningful matches right now, and they need the attendance. Well, talk about your your guys' success recently. You made it to the tournament how many times? Um, I have, I have no, we make we usually make it every year, but so I'm not really sure to be honest with you how many times we've made in our in like our history. You guys finished fourth last season, right? In yeah, the Pac-12. Pac-12. Yeah. And then in the tournament, first round. Yeah, first round we lost, obviously. We've been struggling a little bit the last couple of years with results. I think we've had the most talented team on the field just about every game, but the results just haven't came, and that's kind of how football is sometimes. Is it uh it doesn't often go to the best team on the field, so that's obviously hurt us a little bit, I think. But 
I have no doubt like moving forward as a team, as a, as a program, we'll be successful. What for then if you, since you said, you know, you got to be a little more on top of things, what are you guys working on next year for next season that you um, think you lacked last year? I would say something we lacked is just like being more of an actual team and having each other's backs on the field. I would say like we've had all the talent in the world the last week. I think we've had. Uh, You've had a fair few people yeah. come and go like directly to yeah, MLS. That's, that's the hard part is people come and go often because we do recruit such great players that people like Frankie Amaya or like Matt Hunley, they come for a year or two years and then they're ready to make that jump. I think you lost a fair few seniors as well. Yeah, right? Eric Holt, Anderson, a couple of key guys that left. So when guys like that leave, it obviously leaves a big hole and that's up to the coaching staff and that's up to, man- and to our administration to find new players to fill those roles. Shout out, by the way. Frankie Amaya, yeah. because he's on FC Cincinnati, yeah. which is my favorite team now. Yeah, I was um, actually just texting him. Really? Yeah, yeah he said oh, he's tuning in. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Follow me back on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? I'm a huge uh, FC Cincinnati fan. That's amazing. Um, that's hilarious. No, I, I wasn't uh, – I was a casual MLS watcher, mm-hmm. I guess, and then when Cincinnati got the team. Yeah. They, uh, hey, that's the perfect time. It's the perfect yeah. time. So uh, I've been I've been watching – they're okay. Yeah, they're Seriously. all right. Just kidding. I always give Frankie a hard time. No, nah, no, I'm really pumped for them. I I try to tune in. Expansion teams have had worse starts to their season yeah. MLS. They're doing so really they're well. Doing good. They have seven points right right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, that's, that's amazing. I'm sorry, that's that's hilarious. Um, so, in terms of losing players to the MLS and and leagues like that, what's the difference between like basketball? Because you hear a lot about one and done. Mm-hmm. Does that ever happen in soccer? When yeah. you know a player's going to leave the year after. Yeah, all the time. Because like, when you bring some certain guys in, guys that have national team experience especially, they're often pushed from the U.S. national team, like the youth teams, to turn pro just because they play every day where they don't have breaks in their season. Like For us, we have our season until December, but then you have a huge break from December until when the spring quarter starts. So like obviously the national teams don't like that, so they push players that are good enough to play professionally to turn pro. Is that a route you think you're going to take? Uh, I'm not sure, really. I was planning on doing that when I first came in here, but I fell in love with the school and I fell in love with the program. So, And I've obviously been around the program for years because my brother Brian was here for four years before me. So for me, it's I want to win something here before I leave, so that's kind of where my mindset is at. And I'm planning on coming back for the fall. We'll see what happens this summer, but I think... I think I do expect myself to make that jump professionally, and I think I'm ready to do that when I want to, but for me, I'm pretty content with being here right now. So there have been some ups and downs recently with the program, um, notably the admissions thing. I don't want you to have to talk about that or anything, mm-hmm. but um, and I won't dive into it, but player reactions to, to the coach hearing about that, uh, uh, what, what did you guys think when you first heard it? We were surprised. We didn't really know what to think, to be honest. But um, we just listened to our assistants and listened to our administration and talked to them about it. And they've been supportive for us, whatever we needed going forward. And I think that, like, the player reactions were – it was hard at first, but a lot of the guys, I think it's, like, rallied us together a lot. And I think the team morale's – we became more of a team where we know we can rely on each other now and we have each other's backs. So I think it was obviously something that was terrible that happened. and But – I think for the program moving forward and for the players, I think it helped us get a lot closer as a team. Well, I'm sorry you guys had to go through that. It seemed like a, a mess, but um, 
I'm I'm appreciative that you you commented on that. Um, next season, do you guys would you see yourself in the tournament? Um, in the tournament, I think as UCLA, I think we need to be chasing titles, and so in the tournament next year, it's the same goal. That's where my mindset is at, and I think that's where a lot of the guys in the team's mindset is at. And yeah, we lost a lot of players that we lost. We have a lot of holes right now in the team, but we're UCLA, so for us, it's never a problem finding the talent. And it's just a matter of getting the results to follow up with the dominant football that we put out in the field every day. Yeah, I mean, I think you said like for many years so far, UCLA's been touted as the team with probably the most talent in the NCAA. What do you think you guys need to do to just get it to work together on the pitch and you know pull together and uh, perform when you do have like such great talented players coming day in and day out? I think uh, it's going to be important this next season, especially with all the new changes, because obviously we have a new coach coming in. I'm not sure who or what, like when he's going to be here. But for us, it's going to be important that we gel right away together to make sure we do have that team vibe right away, because it's hard when you have new players come in in the fall, and then before you know it, we really have only like two weeks of preseason. So in those two weeks, we're starting games right off the bat. And I've only known the person I'm playing with for two weeks, so it's hard sometimes. But I think it's important that we do stuff off the field to get closer. I think that's something we've struggled with in the past, and that's something like people like myself or my brother Eric, Matt, Matt Powell, guys like us who are going to be leaders in the team because we're getting older. We're going to have to set that standard and set that uh, motive from the start. Do you know who the new recruits are for next year? Um, no, I, I actually really never know. Um, but like usually you see you hear stuff like through social media or through – like we're still in touch with our old academy, so I'm talking to some players that are getting recruited by us, but I'm not really sure like any names coming in yet. All right. So you basically just have those two weeks. Yeah, before. you basically have. You'll you usually you'll find out. Usually we'll post something before the season started, like who the recruits are and like who's signed and all that kind of stuff. So I should we should know by going into summer what our roster will be, but we won't know until those two weeks for sure because like in the summer transfer windows open up, so a lot of players get pursued by other clubs because we do have such talented guys, so you never really know who's going to be around. So you're a striker, right? Yeah, I'm like a midfielder, maybe a like underneath forward. You score some goals in your day? Yeah, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Do you have a favorite? And can we watch it on YouTube? A favorite goal? Yeah, that you've ever scored. I here, actually, yeah, I, I scored to... a good... Here, my favorite goal was when we played at home against Oregon State my, my freshman year. I scored from pretty far out. That was a good one. I think I have a highlight reel on that one too. So yeah, you can check that out on oh, YouTube. We will give me some views on my highlight reel. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> does it does it feel the same every time you score? Just as good. Yeah, it's always. I mean, obviously, like if you score a tap in, that someone gives you like a PK or something. It's not the same, but it's always nice to contribute to the team and give the team something. Do you kind of know what your role will be next year going forward? Are you going to be playing in the midfield or going to be heading uh, more as a striker? It depends. The new coach comes in, what system he wants to play, what style, all that kind of stuff really reflects on it. I'm comfortable playing in a lot of positions. So for me, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to win and whatever the new coach wants me to do. So, um, yeah, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I guess I just have to wait and see like everyone else. So that's all on the field, off the field student, mm -hmm. student athlete. Yeah. Major. What's your major? Political science. Oh, me too. Oh, Have we had a class? Um, I'm not sure. I'm I so picked it up late. Have. No, okay, I picked no. it up late because I was going to do communications, but I decided to switch to political science. I'm a little more recognizable, so yeah. if you didn't see me, I probably didn't see <laughs> uh, the chair. Um, favorite class you've taken at UCLA? Uh, comp, 
Come one was really fun. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Well, or no, theater theater ten, theater twenty. Have you been in a play? Theater theater twenty. And theater twenty I did that. Yeah, I was in a play. Are you I sure? was in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Were yeah. you Romeo? No, I was not. Were you Juliet? I was, no, I was not. Okay. <laughs> uh but it was a lot of fun. I had a great uh professor, or a great TA, I guess. So that was a lot of fun. Least do you have a least favorite class? Uh all the English classes are kind of hard to get through, to be honest. Yeah. Those are all tough, just cause not not school wise, but just like in terms of like entertainment in the class, I guess. Cause Fair it's, enough. Yeah, it's just like three essays, and that's about it. <laughs> Is it? I mean, obviously, it's tough being a student athlete. What's the hardest part? Uh, I'm I'm always tired. I think that's the yeah. hardest part. Yeah, a lot of times it's hard. Like you have eight a.m. weights or seven a.m. weights. Last quarter, actually, we had six thirty weights in the morning, Oof. and then. After weights, we had training at 8, so you go from weights from 6.30 to 7.30. You get, like, a little 20-minute break to do treatments or whatever you need, and then training from 8 to 10. And then a lot of us would have class at, like, 10 o'clock because you have, like, your schedules and your majors, so you still have to get your classes done and you have to fill requirements. So a lot of the time it was kind of hard to, you know, get up at 6 in the morning, go do weights, then train really hard, and then now you have to run to class in your uniform or your training kit, and that's always rough. Is it that every day? Training and yeah, it's Monday through Friday every day. Wow. Yeah. So what time do you wake up and what time do you go to bed? Well, now uh, it's different. They pushed our schedule back, so now it's just eight a.m. weights and then nine a.m. training. So it's not as bad now, but oh yeah. So now I'll go to bed <laughs> at about maybe like ten thirty, eleven, and then wake up probably seven, seven thirty. Depends on any treatment or anything like that. Also, because treatments are an hour before weights. Is it tough when you're in class and you know you have a game like the next day? Uh, usually it's tough. Like sometimes we'll have class the day of games. Ooh. Oh wow! Yeah. So like today, I today I don't have class on Wednesdays. But if I did, I would have had to been going. Like I know other guys were in class all day, and now they go home, have their pregame meal, whatever they give us, and then they have to come back down and play a game. So it's kind of like I don't want to be sitting in class when I have a game coming up later today. Okay. Yeah, but I mean it is what it is. It's kind of like comes with the student athlete, like label, I guess. Yeah, that's why I don't know how you guys do it, to be honest. I marveled at that. You guys have any last comments you want to make before we switch? I want to talk about some NBA with you, to be honest. All right. I know you have to go at two, four, or five, 545? Uh, right? Yeah, 545. Okay, yeah. So you guys? Good. Yeah, who are you guys playing today, if you just want to plug that? Um, we are playing FC Golden State. It's a PDL team, which I think is either second or third division in mm-hmm. the U.S., so it should be a good game. They're pros, technically, so it should be entertaining, I would say. And I guess... I was going to say, like, one one last thing for, like, why should people, you know, come out and support UCLA soccer when your season gets going in fall? Um, I mean, we're always one of the most entertaining teams in the country. That's something you can always get from us. We're always going to come out and play a very attractive style of football, and we're always going to give everything for the program. So I think that, obviously, people sometimes say soccer's not entertaining, like, not a lot of goals or whatever, but for us, they're always there's always a good amount of goals and a good amount of entertainment. Amen. Everybody listening... Go to the games. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. Watch watch Milan score some goals. Yeah, it helps a lot. It helps a lot when we have people there. Does it is it a palpable difference? Yeah, huge difference. That's great. That's great to hear, honestly. I, yeah, know. I, I think last year we had a game at home. That was that was our best game of the year. We played Stanford and it sold we sold out the new stadium, which was awesome. The band was there, so that helps a lot. It really like drives the team forward when people are there supporting us. Yeah, we'll try to spread the word. There are you guys are on Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, Facebook everything. Okay, you guys, check them out, man. If you can, go to the games. Um, once again, when does the season start officially? Um, 
early September, maybe like September. I think I know we start on the road. I'm pretty sure we're going to Indiana, but I think I know it's early September is when we start our first games. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Thank you for soccer talk, but we gotta pick your brain about the NBA because there's okay, a lot of stuff going good. on. Anish, thank you. You're gonna sub out for Max. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. We will be right back. We're gonna play some more Jackson Five because that's what we do around here, right? We'll be right back with the cheap seats. Welcome back to the Cheap Seats, UCLARadio.com. Just as a reminder, there is a comment section located on the bottom of the website. Milan, you are getting a lot of compliments. Just want you to know. Yeah. Um, so much, a lot of thank love. you. I'm going to read it word for word if you don't mind. All right, sounds somebody, good. Somebody said that you're beautiful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and the same person said that. Isn't this radio? Uh, what? Oh, yeah, they that was know. Radio. radio. Oh, they know. Oh, okay. Or a hoodie and a hat, it's but a I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. What? They're, okay, well, we're going to move on oh from my God. that. <laughs> Milan, Milan, let me just tell you, you have a big fan right now in the chat. Nice. A big, big fan, all right? If you Appreciate can go it. on and look, then I would. That was actually me. Player. And, uh, oh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it is. <laughs> I, I really not. don't think it no, is. No, no, no. Um, shout out to Frankie Amaya if he's listening. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, just wanted to throw that in there. So the NBA. Yeah. You expressed to me that you're a big Laker fan, right? Yeah, big, huge LeBron fan mm. since I was basically born, pretty much. Did you meet him? Yeah, I did meet LeBron. Oh, my God. What yeah, I got to hang out with him for a little bit. It was fun. Good was stuff. he nice? You got to hang out with him? Did you really, or did you shake his hand real quick? Yeah. No, I, uh, so I, I have this close friend of mine here named Dion that I met when I came to UCLA, and he's kind of in charge of basically everything. Anyone who wants to come to UCLA to train has to go through him because he's in charge Ooh. of all, like, the buildings and all, everything, so... I'm not really exactly sure his job title, but I know he's a big deal for the program, and he helps our pro- he helps our team out a lot. So I met him right when I came in, and so guys like LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, he came here, Durant was here, a couple of the guys. So he told me about it. He told me they were coming by. So I went to Wooden with him, and I got like, un- like I got access to go behind the scenes and kind of hang out with him for a little bit. I got to wow. talk to Rich Paul for a little, which was nice. Wow. Yeah. So I got. to Pick LeBron's brain for like 10, 15 minutes, and then get a, watch him train the whole week. Which what, nice. What'd you ask him? Just curious now. Uh, Off topic. Of yeah, this. I mean, I just asked him like him as like like any leadership advice, like any advice for like me as an athlete, me as a person, stuff like that. Nice guy. Yeah, super nice guy. Did you ask him for money? No, I did not ask him for <laughs> money. That's a, that's a, a no back? go. Follow back. <laughs> yeah, no, no Very follow back. Oh, for yeah, follow back, right? You no, should, you should applaud your Instagram handle. <laughs> no, you, you never ask for a fallback. That's very unprofessional. No, I Especially bet you've done radio. that tell, I guarantee oh, yeah, you. Yeah, never do that. I've never asked for a fallback. <laughs> really, Especially yeah. on radio. Especially today on really, this show. Yeah. yeah, no, it's very unprofessional. So I'll, make, I'll make Frankie follow you. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even thank you. Yeah. That was so nice. <laughs> Just made your day. Me and Frankie are really close. We, I mean, him became really, really tight right away. So this I'm is really, beautiful. I still talk to him every day. This is meant to be, honestly. Wow. Okay, anyway, sorry. NBA playoffs, big NBA fan. Real quick, Lakers, lots of trouble. We yeah. talked about it on the show last week, but I want to get your, maybe Anna, if you want to jump in, opinion on the Lakers. We had some, what, Magic Johnson? Yeah. Straight up said, I'm done. Yeah, that was crazy. Thoughts on that? Um, I mean, he said it was like, he needed to be like, happy, I guess, so for him, <laughs> do what you need to do. I mean, you can't really argue with that, Yeah, right? I mean. If the man's not happy. Yeah, I think he wanted like some changes in the organization, but they wouldn't do it, so. For him, it was about moving forward. I don't think he wanted this to like tarnish his legacy either, because it wasn't looking like it was coming together how he wanted to. And they cut Luke Walton, right? Yeah. Well, he signed. Oh, he yeah, signed he signed with, with the Sacramento. Kings, yeah. My bad. They mutually parted ways. Yeah. And then so he one, got fired. And yeah. one day after. <laughs> one yeah, day. one day fired. They mutually parted ways. And now, who's the new coach? Uh, have they, they signed one yet? I don't think so. Do they have so. an interim guy? I don't know. 
It, they, um, they think it's going to be... LeBron. LeBron's a coach. Let's be real. They think it's going to be his <laughs> old coach from Cleveland. Really? Ty Lue. Ty Lue. Lue. Wait, yeah. really? Is he the one that got stepped over by AI? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so, classic. Okay. Yeah, it, it's probably going to be him, actually. It doesn't matter, right? It's just LeBron. It's LeBron. Um, The Lakers are not in the playoffs, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Off-season, though, yeah. coming up. What do you expect them to do? To or make, what do you want them to do? Uh, What do I want? I want them to not trade for Anthony Davis to give up everyone. I don't that's think that's right. what we should do. I'm also a huge, like, ball family. I like the ball family. Is it Davis a free agent this summer? No, he's not. He's, Is that next summer? Yeah, next summer. Okay. So I want them to keep. I think Lonzo's a great future in the league. I think Kuzma's a great player. Brandon Ingram, I'm a huge fan of all three of them. So I don't think it's right to just sell everything for Anthony Davis. Thoughts but, on them signing Kyrie? Yeah, I, uh... I don't know. That'd be sick. I like Kyrie a lot. Obviously, him and LeBron had a lot of success in Cleveland, so it'd be nice to get him into L.A. I've been saying they might get Durant. No. That's no, what everyone Durant, says. Like everyone says no immediately. That's like yeah. my hot take. I, might, I think I'm known Durant to New York, confirmed. Yeah, that's not confirmed. Durant right? will probably just go to the... Quote me on it right now. Durant will probably just go to the next best team coming up in the in the league, I'm guessing. The Lakers? No. Maybe? <laughs> the Knicks no? could be scary next so, year. So let's say you are the owner. You are the mm-hmm. sole person to make decisions. You are asked to make off-season moves, sign somebody, do something. What do you do? Um, do you well, they have, I think, two max slots available. So yes. I'd probably go out and get Clay Thompson and Kyrie. Okay. Yeah. There's and then no you're, way. And then you're uh, championship-bound? Yeah, right championship-bound for sure. You, you, just took away, you just took away the Warriors' best defender. Uh, you just took away someone who spreads the floor great, who gives lanes to guys like Durant and Curry to not only shoot the deep ball but go inside. I think if you take him away, it doesn't just help your team a lot, but it hurts all, the best team in the league right now. I just don't see Clay Thompson leaving Golden State. Yeah, I'm not sure how likely it is, but I think if they offered him a max deal to come to LA to play with LeBron James, to play with Kyrie Irving, to play with guys who are unselfish and a lot of young guys who are really eager, I think it'd be a hard thing to turn down. Didn't Clay's dad say something about him never leaving Golden State? Yeah, his dad's his dad played for the Lakers and. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I feel like these days everybody's dad is just talking. Yeah. That's true. My dad's power. probably talking right now somewhere. So that's, that's, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, but LeVar Le- Ball is quite the father. Um, <laughs> quite, the, quite the father. <laughs> quite the father's um, Instagram bio. Um, nice. We're in the middle of the playoffs. Well, we're not in the middle, but we're starting the playoffs. <laughs> I want to go through each, um, each matchup right now. You tell me who you see coming out on top. Uh, all right, I'm gonna right. go through them. All right, okay. And Anna, Anna, you jump in. Max, you jump in. But Milan's the guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, we're gonna start off with the Warriors and Clippers. Mm-hmm. We all know what happened. Yeah. Clippers were down 31. Yeah, it was kind of funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I loved that. I loved watching it. Clippers okay. are winning the series four to one. I literally <laughs> said that. I li- I commented last week. So. I was like, Clippers are winning. And no, I think I think the Warriors are gonna come out and beat them by like 2025 this next game no. and take the series four one. Yeah, just because I think oh, yeah. I think they just kind of got like pissed off, maybe. I agree. Also, quick side note: Did you see that Tampa Bay Lightning set the season record ever with sixty-two wins and then got swept in four straight games? I did see that. Wow. Are you saying that's going to happen to the Warriors? Well, they can't get swept. But oh, okay. Thank you, Captain. <laughs> I'm Alan. saying I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm just saying it happened once in this playoff season. It could happen again. All right. There's two things in the comments I want to address right now. Are you a big Fortnite player? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a PS4? No, Xbox. Ah, dude. Do you play Rocket League? No, don't Fortnite? play Rocket League. Fortnite. Are you Rocket League's a great game. You still game. play Fortnite? Fortnite, FIFA, yeah. FIFA, yeah? Yeah, FIFA, I yeah. scored some goals. You play Shell or 2K? I play Ultimate Team. Are you kidding me? Uh-huh. I actually have like a group of my friends from back home that we all play Fortnite together. 
Yeah, so we have like our own little squad that we go out with. You play FIFA a lot? Yeah, I play FIFA a good all right, amount. Be, you play Ultimate Team? Yeah. All right, be honest with me when I ask you this, okay? In your lifetime, how much money have you spent on Ultimate oh, Team? Oh, zero. Whoa, really? No, I don't spend money on Really? FIFA. Yeah. Never? You no. never once? No. No gift card? No. Nothing? No, Fortnite I've spent some money on to get my, get my battle passes in. Okay. Gotta battle look, gotta look good on the squad, so. Absolutely. And then you play Fortnite? I played like once, and I was so bad at it. <laughs> I don't understand it. I played, wait, how long did I play? Me and my friends played for a few months. Yeah. We, we only play squads. Yeah, I, I have like friends who, I have some of my friends who are really good and some of my friends who aren't good. Like one of my friends from back home, his name's Andrew. He's absolutely terrible. And that he, was me. And he always gets us killed. I was somebody's friend from back home, yeah. and I was terrible. Yeah, but then I have like another friend, like my, my friend Connor, Ryan from back home. He's really good, so he always helps us out. So it's kind of like a balance. It's like... Andrew will get us killed, but then Connor will help us out. So that's usually how it goes. I uh, I was not good. Um, to give you a pers- we had two hundred squad wins, two hundred something a while ago. Wow. But to give you a comparison to how hard I was carried, I had six solo wins. So that, that shows you. <laughs> At how least you good got a solo win. You're, you're, yeah. yeah. you're the Andrew of your group. I'm the Andrew of my group. Yeah. So I I feel that uh-huh. to a deep level. Um. Anyway, sorry about that. That's funny. Somebody put that. Warriors, Clippers, you say Warriors. Uh-huh. Realistically, Max, warriors. you say Warriors. Yeah. And uh, realistically. I'm going to speak even... it into existence, Clippers. Okay, you just got to speak it into existence. Okay. Yeah, it's going to happen. Great. I'm, I'm happy, you know what? Happy for you. At least they made it to the playoffs. <laughs> Rockets and Jazz. Rockets are up 1-0 right now. Mm-hmm. I got Rockets. I want to say Jazz, but I'll go Rockets. Rockets, for sure. Blazers and Thunder. Thunder. Blazers. Blazers, I don't see Thunder coming back. So Thunder, they're down 2-0. Uh-huh. What needs to happen? Russell Westbrook, is it all on his shoulders right now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the whole it's always all on his shoulders when it comes to the Thunder. Yeah, I mean, he does a lot for the team, I would say, but he does need to pick it up and pick up his shooting again. He's struggled tremendously in the playoffs, but also Paul George with his shoulder problems right now, so hopefully they can get healthy, but it's kind of hard to get healthy when you're already in the playoffs, so hopefully they can just pull it together. Don't you think it's kind of like unfair when one player carries the whole team to the playoffs and then in the playoffs they start underperforming and then everybody blames him all of a sudden? Yes. It's kind of yeah. like how it goes, though. Yeah, it's how it Like, how that's it just the like cost that, of being like, like a star Westbrook's player. Career in that's like show. LeBron's carried Cleveland to the finals how many yeah. years in a row and then loses yeah. to the Warriors and people say, oh, he has this many finals losses. It's like it's a miracle he even got there in the first place. When they didn't make the playoffs, and people were upset. Like, let the man have a year off. Yeah. Let him take a nap, you know? I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't let him go on vacation man. with his kids. Yeah, man. Yeah. Let him enjoy life a little bit. Um, th- So you say Thunder. Yeah, th- I got Thunder Everybody still. else says Blazers. Okay. Spurs Nuggets. They're tied at one right now. Spurs. N- Nuggos, for sure. The what? The Nuggos. <laughs> I hated nuggets. that. Wait, what? Nuggos? I'm not going to let that go. I'm going Denver. You thought I was going to gloss over that, I'm going to select the Denver Nuggets against the San Antonio Spurs. I'm not just going to gloss over that, dude. That was just that was rough. I, I love the Nuggets. They're winning this. I'm sure you do, Anna. I'm going to go with the Spurs, too. Yeah? That's a yeah. terrible choice. Well, you know what? It's fine. It's <laughs> I feel like that's something, I don't know, bad. Um, Wait, are you not going to give yours? Oh, Jason? shoot. You no, you guys never asked. Set up the all right, here's what happens on the all show now, all right? I always ask stuff, and they never ask me anything. Uh, all right, so well, I mean, why do you think that is? Stop. You just asked me a question. Nice. Um, 
What am I gonna do? Answer my own question? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, you're welcome. I just asked you. And we'll give her take. Match. Oh, great. And there's science. <laughs> me hoping that <laughs> yeah. one of my friends throws me in the mix. Um, but no, I'm just a figurehead to these people. Mm. <laughs> so there's that for you. Yikes. Um, whatever. Anyway. Bucks Pistons. How about you, Tyler? What do you think about this one? Oh, Bucks. <laughs> Thank you, Max. Um, funny you should ask. My favorite player is Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, and my hot take for the year is the Bucks will beat the Warriors, and they will end up winning the championship. I don't know about that, but so you say Pistons. Right. So in the <laughs> end, of the, no, I uh, 100% Bucks. Yeah, I'll I'm, take I'm sure everyone says Bucks. Yeah. Pistons. No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> I'm, oh, kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm so, kidding. Yeah, Max. Bucks. I mean, Bucks. I mean, they just, they just ruined yeah. the Pistons franchise in game one. Yeah, pretty much. Celtics, Pacers. Celtics, 100%. Celtics. But they're losing right now. I'm not happy. What is it, like 9 to 7? It's like 70 to 60. Oh, you're fine, dude. Relax. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Pacers. Why? Just because. She wants Great. to spice it up. Yeah, just to like spice it up a little bit. All right, we love, we love that. Um, 76ers, Nets. Nets. 76ers. 76ers. I feel that. The Nets had a nice win, though. Yeah. Well, they won the first game, right? Yeah. In Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. So you never know. And uh, was it MB that elbowed? Yeah. Would you think that was a flagrant, too? No. I don't watch the game. I don't think it was a flagrant, right. too. <laughs> I, I watched, uh, what was that, Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, those uh-huh. people. They're hilarious, by the way. Yeah. Um, They were arguing about that. It could have been a flagrant, too. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, but... it was, like, pretty... Pretty aggressive. Yeah. Pretty excessive. It was pretty aggressive, but we're in the playoffs now, so. Amen, brother. That's right. <laughs> Let's punch people now. Um, <laughs> Raptors and Magic. Tyler, you didn't give your Oh, man, voice. thank you, man. Yeah, That's no so problem. nice of you. Um, I really appreciate that. Let's practice this more often. Uh, Let's keep this going. 76ers for me. I love how I gave mine for two, but that's just going to have to be on this. Raptors, Magic. I'm going to say, well, that's a tough one for me. You guys go first. Raptors. Magic. Raptors. I'll say Raptors. Who's the player that I'm, I'm blanking right now that scores zero? Lowry. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough when I score as many points as he did in a playoff game. He That's picked rough. it up the next game, though. Right. Yeah, he had a rough go of it. But... Somebody in the chat wants to know if you'll play Fortnite with them tonight. Oh, uh, who is it? Uh, in the chat, please tell us who you are. Um, okay, so. It's probably one of my friends. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, I would imagine. I hope everyone's here, your friend. Oh, I'm your friend. Um. <laughs> I'm just going to do this from Milan. We're going to go through your picks, and we're going to do kind of like a bracket style. So in the first one, you picked Warriors, uh-huh. and then you picked the Rockets. Yeah. I have those Warriors, I'm guessing. Yeah, I got the Warriors over the Rockets. Uh, You picked the Thunder, uh-huh. and you picked the Spurs. Yeah. Over that? I'll take uh the Thunder in that one. So then it would be the Thunder and the Warriors. Uh-huh. You pick. Uh, I want to say Thunder so badly Dude, just because... go for it. The thing is, here's the thing, right? Let me tell you. If you say Thunder and then they win, I'm you can genius. play this back and you're a genius. Yeah. If you say Warriors... I'll go Thunder. Then Yes. Yeah, yes. Thunder. That's right, man. Oh, I love that. Um, That makes means the Bucks will probably win, right? So, <laughs> Bucks and Celtics? Uh, Celtics. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> there what? we go. How do you have to do that? Austin Spirit, baby. Uh, that, I think man? Celtics are too deep. I think that they, I think they have great coaching. I think that they'll put a plan together to not stop Gian- Giannis, but I think they'll be able to prevent him. I feel like you stabbed me in the back just now. Yeah, sorry. I thought we were friends. Um, wow. 76ers, you said, right? Yeah. And Raptors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I'll take you, Raptors. So you got Raptors and Celtics? Yeah. 
Who do you got? And I got Raptors over the Celtics. And then you got Thunder and Raptors in the final? Yeah. It's interesting. Whoa. Yeah, it's really... All right, yeah. who you got? Uh, Thunder. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. All right, I hope they lose their next two games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's 545. You got to head out? Yeah, I got to head out of here. All right, man. Awesome. I We really appreciate yeah, this. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah, nice to meet you. Time. Thanks for joining. Always welcome. Thank you. Always. Uh, make sure to tell Frankie, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know. You with that follow-up. We know. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break here on the cheap seats. We're, we're get, when we get back, we'll talk a little baseball. Um, stick around. We have 15 minutes left. <laughs> 